welcome. Hey, deconverts. <laughs> Karen was going to call you beloveds. I know. So that's I not creepy that. at all. I don't even like, hey, guys. Like, hate it. <laughs> I don't like to be addressed at all. Um, <laughs> welcome to. Hey, loser. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. We have a lot of new listeners recently, so I'm going to give our breakdown in 30 seconds. Bonnie and I grew up together in South Florida in a Baptist church. We both became Christians. We were both sold out for the Lord. Youth group, on, on, this and that. She became a heathen a lot sooner than I did. I became a missionary. Uh, and then, yeah, we both I ended did a up slow... Oh, yeah, okay, go ahead. I did a s- into <laughs> hell. Yeah. I did a slow backslide <laughs> till I was gone. <laughs> Quite invisible. And I was like, you know, my whole life is this. I'm a missionary. Everything is this. And then um, reading the Bible, and then there were issues. And here we are. But we have Christians. We have non-Christians. We have pastors. We have all sorts of people who listen to us. And if you're that kind of person, you can listen. And uh, there you go. And so welcome, new people. We're going to list you each right now. (laughs) In alphabetical order. Um, Whether or not you want your name read. The other day, you posted something on Facebook or Instagram that said, explain your deconversion story in three words. And what Uh, was yours? No, someone posted that on Twitter, and I just retweeted it. Yeah, yeah. And I just said, I'm out of here. That was it. Right. I, I okay. mean, very clever, obviously. Uh, I, I also. <laughs> you your three words? Uh-huh. Uh, okay. I combined two words to give me really four words, but I coined right. that middle one. Right. So uh, it was a clever uh, use. Um, I, grammar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was driving at the time that I read that, but I thought, <laughs> okay, for me, small group reject. <laughs> That's really what just set me off yeah, and yeah. made me tell them just to go take a flying leap. I've got TV to watch on Sundays. (laughs) I showed them. I showed them. Well, we talk about, like, uh, tons of people are deconstructing or deconverting in one way or another, but what really sparks it off is distance. So you not being accepted. (laughs) (laughs) They literally told me, uh, no, we don't have any small groups that'll work for you right now. I'm like, but I'm willing to go farther away than my general neighborhood. I'll just sit in the corner. I'll bring my own chair. I'll bring the corn chips. No. 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 So, I don't know what they thought. You (laughs) could have been an angel visiting Earth, and they rejected you. Oh, yeah. And that's... Yeah. See those feet right there? (laughs) When there were just two footsteps, that was me walking away from your small group. (laughs) By myself in the By myself. Uh, Yeah. And mine was just... Yeah. Mine was... Uh, tough with the uh, the old Bible and um, lots of stuff, but we're not going to bore you with us. Uh, <laughs> but you can find out more about 
uh, what we do and us on all our social media. There's TikTok, where I'm now a monster. Twitter, where I forget about it. We have a Facebook group that runs itself. I just get in there and take down any drawn pictures of buttholes <laughs> or... Things Penises. like that. Uh, and then I steal the memes and put them on Instagram, and people are like, oh, you're right. so funny. And I'm like, yes, I am. It's yes, I me. made that meme. I drew it. Look how many different kinds of media I can do. I can do cartoon drawings. I now do paintings you can find in your thrift store. Paintings. This is a yeah. meme. Um, but, yeah, you find us on all of those. And then... Our newsletter, which is our sponsorship. So for $7 a month, you can sponsor us and keep the pod going, all the things we do. We're doing more. And it also just is, you know. And we write little bits, little personal bits in the newsletter, too. We reveal ourselves is what we do. Yeah, right a little there. bit. And it's a nice, it's starting to be a community. I hope it can be more and more question and answer, all that good stuff. And in there, we give away an Illuminidal celebrity candle once a month because we love them. And the winner of the drawing this month was someone who has been with us since the beginning. Yeah. Addie. So just want to thank them for the support and can't wait to see what they pick out for their candle. Because you can get Little Nas, you can get <laughs> Kim Kardashian crying, you can get one of those people that hit balls and throw them and kick them on ESPN. Oh. Lots of different people. I'm so glad it was Addie because it, it, if we had faked it and faked a drawing that's who we probably would have drawn well (laughs) did you see it happen i saw it live no you didn't you don't know i i took little uh snapshots (laughs) so maybe this is all and next month guess who we picked it's addy again (laughs) let's get into our letters that we have today And it's um, we have an all male cast because, you know, Mm -hmm. the patriarchy. Why not? They want to be part of something. They take over. So we have (laughs) five men's letters. Five. Oops. Two. (laughs) I mean, three. What? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) The men distracted me. so it's raining have, men. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe they thought raining was R-E-I-G-N, and that's why they've taken over. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, this person says, let's see, I'm going to jump down to the end. He said it's okay to say his first name. So, Justin, this is your letter. It says, when I was in ninth grade, I went to a Brian Duncan concert. (laughs) All right, you're laughing, but I have to stop and go, who the heck's that? Brian Duncan. No, wait. He's, he... Does he have a mullet? Yes, he has a mullet. Maybe not now. (laughs) I don't know. He had, he's one of the guys who had a lot of hair, which could mean like Andre Agassi. He has no hair now. I don't know. But that was fake, you know. 
I know. I was very appalled. Was I was too because that would be the hot. <laughs> there was something going on there, but how hot would it be to play tennis in the sun with a wig on? But it got him with shields. <laughs> Did he take the headband off though? And that was the hair. I'm not joking. I don't think so. I think it they was somehow plugs. woven in and <laughs> spiky and. Uh, I don't know. I read the book, but I don't have a good memory. But he really hated his dad for making him play tennis so much. And then he hated the game. And I'm like, if you hated it so much, I'm glad you're making the money from this book. But ha ha, because I checked it out from the library. (laughs) Showed you. (laughs) All right. So anyway, so Brian Duncan. He he had uh, hair. Mullet guy. He had had sort of boppy. He was sort of boppy music, you know, the 80s and 90s started moving into this more like, if we were only allowed to dance, this might be fun. (laughs) So he was one of those lots of, um, you know, jackets over t-shirts and the jacket Maybe the jacket arm was pushed up. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. All right. All right. I'll have to because for some reason, I seem to remember the guys in the Christian band that we knew liking Brian Duncan or saying something about him. I'm sure they did. I yeah. don't know. Okay, so one day we're gonna be like Brian Duncan. <laughs> All five of us. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see. Sorry. All right, so he went to this Brian Duncan concert in ninth grade. Rebecca St. James. Yes. Do we have to go through like? Who's that? She, I liked her. I went to a small concert she was doing in a college in Nashville. There were like 50 of us there. And my friend elbowed me and she's like, oh, look at someone in back of you. And Rich Mullins was there. You don't know him, but he died. Um, but Rebecca St. James, I didn't know, is a sister of the guy I took a picture of <laughs> sneakily. <laughs> The other week, oh, yeah. I was at a coffee shop, and I put it up on our Instagram, follow us there, and said, <laughs> you know, why are these bros gathering? Are they youth ministers? Are they uh, a Christian band? Are they friends, colleagues? Anyway, one of them is part of a band and lives in my neighborhood. And my husband saw it, and he's like, yeah, that's blah, blah, because they know yeah. each other. And he's like, that's Rebecca St. James's brother, I think. Oh, anyway, ja- James, music. James St. James. Um, okay, so those. Okay, so Rebecca St. James and a pre-butterfly kisses Bob Carlyle. I don't even care who that is. <laughs> opened for him. <laughs> it was just after her first album, and she was a teen heartthrob for us boys. So I was in love. It was a pretty fun night, and my dad drove in from out of town to take me. Oh, that's so sweet and weird. <laughs> Get in, boys. Gonna take you. Right. He had just moved back from Kuwait, and oh. as something to remind him of there, he had a trinket on his rearview mirror that was a Muslim symbol of some kind. Well, this is not good. <laughs> When we got back to the car after the concert, there was a pre-made note on our card that said, be aware of new age trinkets and the power that they can give to the enemy. (laughs) I guess the enemy's Satan. (laughs) 
my dad, half enraged, half laughing, said, it's not even new age. <laughs> then we drove off. The judgment and ignorance made it funny. He still has it on his car's rearview mirror 25 years later. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. But it was pre-made. Oh. So they just like, if you had. They had those notes ready to go. Fuzzy dice. That's going on there. Ooh. Oh, that or, wouldn't be a new age trinket. No, I guess it would be like the dangling um, crystals and crystals stuff like that. Crystals and like, you know what this is? This is a dream catcher, y'all. Oh, yeah, those are satanic because they catch the devil, but they let go. Jesus is love. Oh. And you can't access it anymore. I was is always... that on the instructions? Huh? Is that, is that on the instructions? <laughs> yes. It's going to no. catch... My mom used to have something dangling from her rearview mirror, dangling, and it was a crystal. And so every time she would turn, the thing would turn the opposite way, and it would swing in. I'm like, you got to get that thing down because it's distracting. Oh, doesn't matter. <laughs> was it one of those old prism ones? Now that yes. I remember. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they would be like cut and they would almost be like glass, well, crystal, uh, disco balls. So you would have it like spinning all over the car. Refracting light. <laughs> well, we have smoke trap and the window set. <laughs> Bonnie and I No, just no, no. This was post-smoking. Got this it. This was. <laughs> okay. So this one is from someone we know and love. This is from Bradley. How are you doing, Bradley? He says, hi, Karen and Bonnie. I've written to you before, but this time I thought I'd time travel back to the early 2000s. How do I say that? The 2000s. When I attended a small Christian college in the Midwest. Ironically, it was a biblical hermeneutics class I took there that kick-started... What's that? What's hermeneutics? It's about herm. Hermeneutics <laughs> are the way of studying things. It's it's oh something to do. It's what, okay, between you and I, Bonnie, and no one else, it's what <laughs> young Christian men used to love to take and then say the word a lot as a really lame flex to the other Females the other at the Christian people college. Who wouldn't be taking it. Right, right. You Ugh. throw in a little bit about, yeah, and then my New Testament class, let me tell you. Um, hermeneutics. Okay. So <laughs> this person, Bradley's taken hermeneutics, um, <laughs> and that kick started his deconversion, but that's. A story for another letter. Today, I thought I'd share some fond memories from the men's dorm. Uh, Talk about okay. air freshener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, you know which of our friends I'm talking about when I tell you. If I drove by it today in a car, he would be furious that he was made to live in the shithole men's dorm from our college. It was awful. And, it, ironically, it was named... A female name, so it was even worse. <laughs> but and they were, we used to have like literal crack houses in a neighborhood where we grew up. That's where the men's dorm was. So, yeah. and some of them would have to walk, like it wasn't right around the campus. 
Right. We had a very disjointed campus to start with. But he also is upset with it as though he had no choice in life. He could have gone <laughs> to right. school anywhere else. <laughs> like, but oh, look what they had. Um, and then remember when they had they had one day a year that the girls were allowed to go over and see how the guys lived. Yeah, yeah. One afternoon a year. And the guys would be allowed into the females. But it was like the RAs rooms. were everywhere. Rooms. Yeah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) But, okay, so one of my favorite things, though, is to think about the idea that all these Christian fathers and mothers were so happy to send their sons off. Like, oh, we're going to send them to Christian school and they're going to be good and they're not going to be getting girls pregnant. But meanwhile, we know how many of them were gay and probably (laughs) going, you know, being so excited to be free (laughs) away from mom and dad. Like, look at all this, you know, these prospective boyfriends right right here in my own dorm. (laughs) It took me so long to figure out, like I thought everyone that was going to go there were Christians. Like I want to decide to go to a Christian college. And I would say most were, but a lot were sent there. Like this is going to be a boarding school for my hellion preacher's kid shithead. And I was always like shocked and I heard different things that were going on, especially when we were all stuck in the chapel Mm -hmm. and they took roll and stuff and you would have to give an excuse. But chapel was supposedly the time the couples got it on. Well, that's the first I've ever heard of that. Yeah, yeah. They found... The guy that used to try and look like George Michael from the uh, Freedom album and his Mm -hmm. girlfriend uh, having sex in the shower during chapel. That would be the best time to do it. Yeah. When everybody was occupado. (laughs) Okay, back to, I guess we should listen to our letters. I don't know. Okay. Whatever, Bradley. Uh, No. He wrote, even though we were expected to be deep in God's word at all times, like any college dorm, we had our share of pranks. Once a guy on my floor left his room unlocked when he went to class. Some guys snuck in while he was out and hit a bowl of milk above the tiles of the drop ceiling in his room. Oh, no. <clears throat> Why are guys... <clears throat> we read Shitty? about female ones doing the rapture prank but guys are like we're gonna do something that uses food (laughs) and smell we're gonna do genuine torture things (laughs) (laughs) oh my god because that's that's a stink i had a glass of orange juice behind a speaker in my bedroom when i was a kid once and i remember every day i'd go in there what is that smell (laughs) what is and I finally started ripping things apart, and it was just a moldy glass of orange juice. Why I put it behind a speaker, <laughs> don't know, but... To bring up the taste. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that wouldn't have happened with Tang. Go ahead. Mm. All right, so he did something with milk? 
put it up in one of those tiles, you know, how you can the remove the tiles. tiles. Yeah. He assumed it was a dead mouse somewhere in the ventilation <laughs> system, but it just got worse and worse. Even though yep. it was the dead of winter, he kept his windows open to try uh, to air out the room that said, and he invested in strong air fresheners. Uh, but nothing <laughs> seemed to work. After a week or two, the stench was so strong that it drifted out of his room and could be smelled throughout our floor. So it smelled like <coughs> pina colada and mouse. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Finally, months later, after the milk had curdled and dried up and, yeah. no, longer, lo, bleh, and no longer stank, the bowl was discovered when his ceiling tiles were being replaced <laughs> and the jig was up. <laughs> Okay, how infrequently do ceiling tiles get replaced? <laughs> that thing should have been discovered like five years later. Uh, that's, oh man, that's a good one. Another time there was a guy who lived on my floor who'd grown up in an abusive home and suffered from severe PTSD. Being startled by loud noises was a real trigger for him and made him very upset. So obviously... The guys on my floor thought it was hilarious to scare him as often as possible. You That's know what just you're doing? Mean. You're being Ellen, and you're being the Ellen show, and it's not funny, <laughs> and it's a cheap laugh. Okay. I'll never forget one night when he hid under his bed and... Wait. I'll never forget one night when they hid under his oh, bed and scared so nice. him just as he started to fall asleep. He freaked out and chased them down our hall, waking up the entire dorm as he screamed, I'm mm -hmm. going to fucking children. What? <laughs> oh, what? God. I think they left him alone after that episode. <laughs> Did they have children? Uh, no. He was planning. Yeah. <laughs> Holy he's shit. planning a long game. And he's right now just like, oh, I've been listening to this podcast. I forgot. I promised <laughs> right. to your children. And there are people with their grandchildren. Daddy, why do you always lock our doors? Shut up. <laughs> That's right. Finally, I'll never forget the night when my roommate and I came out to each other in a tear-filled conversation, though I think back then we called it struggling with same-sex attraction. After college, our paths diverged, and I fully deconverted, came out of the closet, and moved to New York City to work in the theater industry. While my roommate married a woman, had three kids, and spent several years working as a worship pastor in a oh small church in the Pacific Northwest. That is called diverging. Correct, correct. Yeah, that is called betraying the woman, betraying your flock. That just, uh, I don't know why I, ha I get triggered by that. See, I it's, feel sorry for them, but I get, I get both sides because I, I know, I'm understanding. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> fast forward to 2021, my old roommate has finally come out to his family and has begun deconverting himself. He and his wife are in the process of separating amicably, and he recently nice. reconnected with me to ask my advice about dating men. That's very sweet. You were there for him, Bradley. Anyway, yeah. I hope you get a kick out of these stories. I love the podcast. Thanks so much for making us all laugh, especially during the shit show of 2020. Thank oh, Bradley's you. Bradley's nicer than I am. What? 
Bradley's nicer than I am. Bradley, I would just is be very angry. Nicer. I know I'm so mean. No. I'm working through my problems about anger. <laughs> we bring it on the show so people can say, "I don't want to be like these women." <laughs> it's a service in itself. It's a service. All right, so here's one from Ben. He says it's okay to use his first name on the podcast. Have I told you about how they name the various benches in New York City? They'll put plaques on there and say, you know, in loving memory of my wife, you know, Hildegard, whatever. Right, right. So there's one outside a friend's place on 79th Street, and it just says Ben. <laughs> and I just want to put C-H. <laughs> Bench. <laughs> Who just puts the name Ben? That's so funny. No last name. No. Just Ben. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Years back, I ran a stationery store in the Midwest. I'd gotten to know quite a few regulars by name and loved having conversations to make my time pass more quickly. Amen. One, that was mine, editorializing. Added. <laughs> yeah. Great. Sorry. One regular, let's call her Beth, would sometimes invite me to church. Ugh. I told so you about awkward. the time that I got invited to church by way of giving me a free Chick-fil-A sandwich on a <laughs> card. <laughs> Here's a free Chick-fil-A sandwich and come to church with us. Um Oh, okay, so she would invite him to a church, one that he previously attended and left for various culty reasons. I'm sorry, I already passed on that one. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I went through that one already. Uh, one day, a regular dropped off a few handfuls of pins and buttons. They were the usual art school esoteric nothing buttons, and not wanting to offend, I put them in a bowl on the counter and with a free sign. Um, not long after, Beth came in. After some casual conversation, I offered her a free button. She responded that free things made her wary. Like, <laughs> what's the catch? <laughs> I responded off the cuff that that's how I felt when people would tell me about Jesus. <laughs> she was flabbergasted and started stumbling over her own words, trying to justify why that was different. She quickly left without a button. <laughs> I, I may have lost a what? I was hoping <clears throat> he saw her come in and was like, have a button, but he'd open them all. So she just like put her hand in a porcupine and pulled out like they were Blood. all stuck on her fingers. Uh, he says, I may have lost a customer that day, but at least she quit inviting me to church. I've got more hilarious stories about this shitty Bible thumping lady, but this will do for today. <laughs> This'll Let's do. do it. Let's do a whole Beth <laughs> podcast. And we can just keep doing more and more, and we'll call it Beth more. Uh, Christians get it. You know, they get it. The whole inviting to church thing, I think I was telling you before, um, but maybe people don't listen to every single podcast and every <laughs> word we say, but it was around Christmas time. And in my mailbox at work, there was a little flyer thing, but it was only, you know, maybe three by five. Like, here, come to our Christmas service. And not everybody had one. So I was singled out. Yes, you <laughs> were. It's like, like, do they just think I'm the most... Uh, you know, like evil one, the most in need of churchin, or the most uh, possibly gullible, weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
want us to read your letters and uh, then add in our own reminiscence of things, please go to deconversiontherapypodcast.com. Things aren't always up to date there, but you can see where you can send in your story or you can suggest a story. We like to cover things where we can find the funny and things. Uh, You can always go to other very great podcasts that discuss the whole deconverting, deconstruction issues. But that's not us. No, and you can just send it directly to deconversiontherapypodcast at gmail.com if you're at work and you want to look like you're sending an email. You can. I'm going to let that one slide. No, you can do that. What does that mean? She made a face, by the way, when I was saying that. Because those get lost in the hullabaloo of our... But, yeah, you can do all that. um, And then find us on all the places. And we will see you next week. And I've been told we need to bring back our don't be a shit pile. Oh, good. Okay. But we need to do it either together or one of us says shit and the other says pile. Okay. Don't be You can say the S word. What? You can say the dirty part. Okay. Don't be a shit. Pile. Ooh. I don't like it. But we'll do it. (laughs)